I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of Private Parts with our special guest, Frederick Ferrier. Hey, hey, Francis, how are you? And obviously Tom. And Sorry, Tom. I, I actually didn't introduce you in the first. That's okay. I can take a personal part. <laughs> you did, did though. You, you did. Yeah, a little bit. I am so terribly sorry. Tom, obviously, <clears> as you guys who are regular listeners, who I hope actually are quite a few of you by now, um, do you know how many li- we've, we've, how many total listeners have we had since the uh, About over, over 300,000. 300,000. Wow, it's the population of Iceland. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Is it? Yeah, it is. Wow. God, Iceland's got a tiny population. Yeah, it does, yeah. Like 230 We're 000. very popular. Yeah. And, and uh, Iceland has some of the lowest electricity costs in the world, yeah, actually. geothermal. Yeah, because it's all geothermal, constant and subsidised, right? So uh, that's Iceland for you. But uh, Sponsored uh, by Iceland Air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, God, that would be nice, actually. If you do want to sponsor us, Iceland Air, we'd love to... Just reach out. Yeah, just um, reach out. We're here. Yeah. And, Waiting. Um, yeah, um, but uh, part one I think was uh, 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 an interesting bit of a recap on some of Fred and I's uh, experiences back at school. Um, but I also asked you guys a question of the week, as is normal, as is the uh, standard practice for this podcast. And you guys guessed. Do you remember what you guessed? Yeah, I wait. What was the question? So the question was, how did the Romans used to whiten their teeth? Mm-hmm. And I, my guess was some sort of oil. Would be it olive oil or something like that. Yeah, I guess wine, because I'm hoping. That's, White wine or red yeah. wine. White, White wine. Good stuff. Yeah. White wine and oil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you're actually both wrong. They actually used urine to whiten their teeth. They were just kinky like that, though. Yeah. It wasn't to whiten their teeth, probably. It was just... No, no, they actually... Because actually, urine and urea bleaches uh, organic matter. Wow. As, as you may know. And actually, if you if you are familiar with leather dyeing. They use uh, leather to basically bleach. Thought-provoking. <laughs> what? I think that's one thing that the Romans said, we've definitely <coughs> left that behind, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so, so, they, uh, so they used to bleach their teeth. Who discovered that? Which sick kind of... I guess they just, you know... Just messing around. Yeah. Or maybe it's complete... When a man and a man love each other very much. <laughs> or maybe it's complete fiction and, and it was just some guy who they caught doing it. He said, well, the Romans did it. Yeah, exactly. Um... Drinking urine. I don't know. It's a bit of an odd... That is very odd. But mm. I don't know if any of you listeners uh, would have guessed that. Uh, but that was the answer to the question of the week. Um, I'm sorry, maybe that wasn't as interesting as... Is that, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? If, it? if it's true, then yeah, I guess. I'm just still kind of baffled by it, you know? So yeah. uh, any of you guys listening, uh, if you have ever tried that, uh, or if you'd like to try that... Get in contact with Francis. Get in contact. He drinks loads of water. Private parts at, privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear about what might be the actual chemical process um, with teeth bleaching uh, with urine. It's come to this, talking about... <clears throat> yes. So we've had some emails. Uh, obviously, uh, Jamie has been... Um, he's been MIA for, uh, for a while. Uh, a little while. Um, 
a bit clueless. I don't know what he could have done, but we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. I think I muse on that in my diary. Um, so first email is from Stacy, entitled Shit-Faced Private Parts, which... Um, Good title. Uh, so all the bodily functions yeah. today, urine and... Uh, hi, Jamie, Francis and Tom. I am a huge fan of your podcast. You mentioned a couple of times that you are considering recording a drunken podcast with Francis's new cider as your tipple of choice. I'm actually a professional drinker, and I was wondering if you would like some tips. How do you become a professional drinker? I'm a professional drinker as well, yeah, I think. Exactly. That is quite interesting. So she is a professional drinker. That's awesome. Does she have any And she's been, she's been rated four stars by Time Out, four stars by City AM. How can you be... They've I rated her for a drinking ability. I guess I so. I like, what, she can just neck pints? No, or... okay, so let me, let me finish. <laughs> I am... I, I know, she said, I am produce and perform in the hit show Shitface Shakespeare. Oh. Oh, that's like drunk history, right? Which is the deeply highbrow fusion of an entire, entirely serious Shakespearean play with an entirely shit-faced cast member. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. We perform an hour-long version of Much Ado About Nothing with a twist. One member of the cast has been drinking for four hours before they go on stage. As I'm sure you can imagine, this causes utter chaos and lots of laughs. We are currently performing at Leicester Square. This sounds like we are just plugging her uh, show yeah, a little like, bit. Tickets uh, are available <laughs> at w. Uh, okay, uh, so I was wondering if I could offer you some free tickets. Oh. Uh, uh, sure, yes, please do send the free tickets yeah. to the, the email you just emailed. Actually, you don't even need to ask. Just send them when we will... Uh, <laughs> do you think you could do that, Tom? Get wasted for three hours and then go and act to Shakespeare, Macbeth. Sure, it'd be amazing after three hours. Yeah, yeah. you think you'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. anyway, the confidence really level doesn't really matter. Off the charts. Point. Yeah. So uh, that, if you guys want to check that out, it does sound good. If any of you have been before, do let us know if it's. Uh, How much you have to drink in that three hours? Is there like a rule? Four hours. Four hours. Well, actually, um, I haven't actually drunk in. A, I know. In on Saturday, I won't have drunk for six months. Actually, it's wow. pretty impressive. Yeah. Quite a long, long, long time of drinking. Uh, so, um, although I'm coming out with a cider, I haven't. Um, and then you're going to become an alcoholic again. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I said I wouldn't drink again until I, until my cider is in all the stores. And then you're going to make up for those six months. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so if you see Francis on the street with a cider, <laughs> give, toss him a little coin. <laughs> so that was from Stacy Norris of Shitface Shakespeare. Thanks for that, Stacy. Um, next, we have an email from Peter uh, asking for girl advice. Okay. Uh, uh, I assume he what means for a girl that he is well, and you're answering Francis and Jamie because uh, Tom I think that's angled at Tom obviously okay hi Jamie and for Fred Francis and Fred <laughs> sorry I forgot hi, J- hi Francis Jamie will just write him out of this because he's not here and he is very rudely not answering my calls um, I am loving the podcast and I find you both hilarious Nice one for you there, However, I need some advice from the both of you. Basically, there is a girl in my year who I would like, however, she has a boyfriend. Who I would like. You can't just have (laughs) have her, mate. Just in the Roman times, mate. Uh, You know, she has a boyfriend, but you can't have her. Well, however, she has a boyfriend. We we do flirt a lot. Ooh, naughty. And to be honest, I think she likes me a little and would be more suited to me. You always think that as the yeah. guy that's out of the relationship. I'm just saying. Uh, you've been there before? Many times. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Her boyfriend is a nice guy, but I'm not that close to him. I would appreciate some advice on, I think on I, what I should do. So what you're saying, Peter, is that because you're not close to him, 
all is fair in love and war. Uh, you you are friendly with him, I suppose. You're not close to him, so are you asking us if we can... But you'll break up their relationship at a moment's notice. Yeah. And obviously you think that you're better suited to her. Have you spoken to her about whether that's the case? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe... Um, I think he's heard... How long have they been together? That's another thing. Well, that, he hasn't actually said that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Peter, I mean, I guess uh, the answer to your question is you should probably just... Stay out of it. Stay out of it, maybe. <laughs> I think there's plenty. There's, I mean, there's I mean, lots if, of other women around, I think, to pick someone in a relationship. You know what I, it could be is the fact she is in a relationship makes her that much more attractive. And actually, if she was you, you'd probably, oh, and you'd probably just look for the next relationship and be like, I want to be in that one. There seems to be a common theme amongst uh, certain people uh, who think, you know, they find people's girlfriends more attractive. Exactly. Um, or wives in or maybe. wives you and, said in you school know, so I'm guessing that's not the and I guess <laughs> I guess the moral of the story is actually you know it's for them to decide to break up really you know yeah. if they're both in a happy relationship it's quite bad bloke of you to try and you know get in there with uh, yeah, don't, be, don't be the guy to break up don't be the guy to break up they go uh, only generally you know go for single girls Peter because yeah. uh, I'm sure being thumb. at university there are probably plenty. I don't know if you're at university. She's at school, I reckon. No class, what did he say? In my year. Oh. Yeah, so she is at school. So Peter, uh, I would say there are plenty of girls out there, plenty of fish in the sea, uh, and you should stick to the single girls, at least obviously until you're going out with them, then... It's a bit long to have on like a yeah. motivational post to that well, one. Well, <laughs> okay, so, so Peter, I'd say Claire, because you also, you know, although you're not too close to the guy, it's just you know the the right thing to do yeah um okay next email from sanders uh sad not to hear the private parts podcast last week but francis's friend ben definitely saved the day this week great ben. episode and uh, always love the ghana stories also shout out to tom the voice of the room and the bastion of normality because of his wry quips are the best good luck in this venture sincerely an Zander. avid listener. Oh, to- Tom. Alexander, that was lovely. Yeah. It's not often that Tom gets praised. He's blushing behind that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it, because You're flustered. it's... You're flustered. What's his email again? Just... <laughs> re- reply to fan mail. Uh, Tom, you can uh, you can email directly. Uh, or to, add on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Meet up for a pint. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop saying up fake email accounts and yeah, exactly. emailing uh, Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, God, <laughs> that's, that is a possibility. But that leads me to read... Um, my diary okay from last week now it's one of these things I, I wrote a diary when I was really young and then I sort of got out of the habit and now I really regret not doing it well it is weird because diaries are one of those things where you read back over it you know however many years later and it, it makes god it, I was cringe yeah exactly it's like <laughs> god, god I was so late. cringe <laughs> Why? You know. but at the time you think it'd be really baller and funny yeah yeah exactly and you're, and you're almost you know, you're, like, you're like someday someone may read this and they'll be like oh yeah he's a he's a, a literary genius this guy <laughs> I didn't, definitely didn't think that but you know I definitely thought I was being quite funny especially in some of the older ones but it's amazing because you, you know when you're younger and you, you, know, you can be a bit precocious and you know I was, I was really trying to write with quite um, he's, really, he's had like a feather with ink and stuff yeah no no I was really you know I, I really try and 
use a lot of very uh, say the things like yonder yeah six, six years <laughs> old I, you know a bit, a bit, when I was much younger my diaries was a little bit pretentious I have to say uh, but you know with age, on parchment with, um, <laughs> and it stained with, them with grapes as with well. age you kind of grow out of that but then it also is very you know it, it's it, it's revealing and, and nostalgic and you kind of learn a bit about how much you've changed uh, looking back on your diary so I think there is value in it and and in fact Katie had, you know kept a diary for her entire childhood and she keeps saying oh no I want to throw them away I can cringe out when I read them and I'm like no you've got to keep them cause, yeah, you 100% know, well, you know, when, you know as further down the line you're going to you're going to read back and you're going to be like oh god I forgot even had that emotion or had that so Francis you Honestly, you're gonna you kind of gearing up, ready for this big uh, memoir deal. Someone comes up and goes, "Look, Francis, we've read your stuff." I'm not, but I am open, <laughs> and my agent is Ariella Finer at United. <laughs> okay. um, so um, no. I think the other thing with diaries is everyone always says, oh, I'm, they, I must start doing that. I really will, and no one ever yeah. does." Uh, well, no, exactly. And one of the nice things is that actually, this I, I, when I was in Ghana, I kept a diary every day pretty much about all of it because there was so much happening right there was so much crazy stuff happening a lot of which um, I probably couldn't talk about freely on this podcast because it was quite not intense in, why but, but, what, what sort of stuff you can't say that and then not give us anything you know what I mean were you stealing stuff from Ghana no yeah. no 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 no. Well, it was just a lot of stuff that would be boring to you guys and, so, okay so you can't talk about it but it's boring well, give us something I can't. It's Tom's private. Intrigued. I, yeah, I wouldn't I be able. If I told you, it's private. To kill it's you. called private parts. And though, no, so I I've signed the that... official secrecy act. I can't actually talk about it. But um, uh, I do apologise. But that sounds made up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but dear but, diary, <laughs> <laughs> this morning I had like some chicken and it was very really nice. I went to sleep. What? Why chicken? What are you... <laughs> You told me about this chicken story. So one thing I always think about. When oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, Francis, you must be excited about going back to Ghana because of all that amazing food. And he goes, yeah, the food's not really great. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, okay, there's this chicken. And, you know, everyone loves free-range chicken. But this is too free-range. <laughs> you see the chicken, like, in the, in the porter toilets. In the gutters. <laughs> like, you think you're like... I love free range, but that is too free range. So I always just think about this. Yeah. Well, it, it's, tr- it's true. Um, I mean, Ghanaian food is delicious. Don't let me. Uh, it's quite heavy, though. Because you know, when I expect, when Francis first came back, I was excited to see this, like, yeah. you know, tan. Because he was saying I was running every day. And I was like this tanned, sort of really healthy guy. And he was just a big, big pale bloater. What are you calling you? That's <laughs> he was, and he was just nailing, a big pale bloater. He was just nailing yams and like that you know is nonsense. And, and actually, no, I, I did, I did nail a lot of yams. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, but no, I, whenever I came back to London, uh, I, because I out in the bush, I didn't really eat very much. And 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 I, there were a few times where I'd eat and I'd get very ill. And you know. But, as I explained last time yeah. when I got typhoid and all these things. So, um, so I often come back to London extremely skinny, having lost a ton of weight. Um, from, put, from some tropical no and you and you, you, you joke but I, I it kind of I went mad because I knew I was only back here for a short period of time so I'd I'd really go all out on the fine dining and um and, I, and I, I gained so much weight in such a short space of time and then go back to Ghana and just lo- lose it all again. So it was, it was, it was yo- like a sweet diet plan. Yo-yo yeah. dieting. Well, yeah, the typhoid diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. I might start marketing that, actually. <laughs> Come out with a book. Um, no, but it's like these, these people who go to Africa to try and get these tapeworms. They try and catch these what? parasite what? tapeworms so that they can get skinny. That is disgusting. Uh, going to quite extreme lengths. Uh, when Gwyneth Paltrow's new book, when, Chapter yeah. 8, The Tapeworm. <laughs> The tapeworm diet. Uh, but no, I think if you really want to lose weight, then you should, uh, you know, just get 
the two meal day by Max Lowry. Yeah, intermittent fasting is awesome. Yeah, it, it does work. You, you know, you you are a testament. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight from doing that. He used to be a big bl- big pale bloke. That's where I got that image big. from. You look like me now. <laughs> there was a time at school actually where you were a bit of a yeah. I enjoyed a, 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 a you know a family sized packet of Snickers occasionally. We've all been there. Exactly. Yeah. You ate a lot of Freddos. That was I did. And I was like, God, guys, right? <laughs> Freddos are twenty five p. Daylight robbery. What? Yeah, twenty five p. You did love the tuck shop. I did. I did love the tuck shop. And he was very covetous over his tuck. He'd never share. Because like, no. Francis never had any tuck. And he was one of these, like, you know, moochers. <laughs> what? He was. That's not true. And he'd do these, like, eyes. And he'd be like, oh, what you got? Oh, I wish I, wish I could go home, you know, and, like, get some tuck. And I'd be like, oh, God. And I'd always feel sorry for him. What? And I'd give him food, yeah. That is bullshit. You know, was, and he never, like, he, you know, sort of, he never had no, any sort of pocket Fred, money from trying, the school. Fred's now so, trying to... <laughs> Fred's now trying to backtrack, but he definitely was quite covetous over his time. I'm just saying, that was, that was true. So that's, why, that's why you've been weird with me the, for the, the last the, 10 the, years. The, the, you know, you, you admitted it yourself, you were a bit of a pale bloater. And <laughs> exactly. for one reason only, because you didn't share his time. Um, <laughs> so Francis made up for it by going to Ghana. Yeah. And, uh, and so... Um, where were we? I've forgotten. Where. Maybe we should, uh, pale bloater just throws you off. The Maybe you should read some diary. Yeah. Maybe I should read my diary. Okay. For everyone she's out. To start with Dear, Dear Diary. Dear Diary. Actually, I never really start with Dear Diary. No. We should, really, shouldn't we? Yeah. Dear Diary. James, Monday the 12th. No, it's not the 12th. Monday the 21st, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you tell me, it's your diary. Monday. Just say Monday. Just yeah. say Monday. Okay. Jamie is still missing. I wonder where he might have disappeared to like this. Maybe he's finally decided to go in for that hair transplant and is laying low till it grows out so no one knows. That could take months, though. Yeah, I know, but if it does work, I know who's going to call him straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the hair transplant? No, you. Again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean for the hair transplant? Yeah. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't no. know. Tom? Yeah. No, we've actually spoken about this. I, 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 a guy called up or emailed in and offered Jamie, me, Jamie, and Tom, I yeah. think, hair transplants. Um, for free but Which I'm keen to take off I'll be Well actually one of the best lines I think Francis has ever come up with I don't know if he came up with it Or if he read it on Wikipedia Was when Someone said to him Francis you're losing hair And he said I, I don't like to think of it as losing hair But gaining face Yeah <laughs> Killer line Yeah it's a good line It's a great way to look at it You've got a, you've got, It's a glass half full attitude Yeah um, Face half full A <laughs> <laughs> face half full attitude <laughs> So uh, if any of our listeners are losing your hair, please do keep a uh, face. Please send it in. Please, yeah. please send in pictures. And For that line alone, you should cut, You should get a free transplant. I, I agree. The thing is, you're very like you're a hairy guy. Like Francis is no stranger to you know waxing his back and all these what? kind of things. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. He does. Whereas with me, I've got loads of hair on my head, but I'm like fairly hairless. But you're like the opposite. Well, how does that? Is that quite weird? Well, no, no. Actually, testosterone, isn't it? Testosterone. So testosterone causes you to grow hair on your body. So I have a lot of testosterone, but it also causes it when you have too much testosterone, it converts to this thing called DHT, which then makes your hair fall out. So that's actually why people because you're just often, this big raging bull of testosterone. Basically, basically <laughs> I don't know. Make of that what you like, guys. <laughs> Exactly. But, uh, but I, this bold guy. But this bold, <laughs> this bold. That's why bold, hairy men are bold and hairy generally uh, simultaneously. And quite it's rare. Sex field. It, it's rare. Yeah, and it's rare that you will see a bold man with no hairs on his chest, like a completely bold man, unless he's had some other medical problems. You're saying all bold men are horny. 
Really? Basically, most bald men have high sex drives. I really? Think. Yeah. That's funny. Because apart from Jamie, t- t- apart from Jamie uh, <laughs> yeah. you said had but no, sex. Jamie is one of those uh, uh, exceptions to the rule in that he's going bald, uh, but he also has no bodily hair and no sex drive. So I don't know. <laughs> so he's won the lot. What's the opposite of winning the lottery? <laughs> Jamie, he's, he's lost the lottery. Um, so uh, yeah, that is. Uh, I can feel the testosterone just like reeking off you guys now. You can feel it's palpable, the testosterone in this room, just from me sitting here. You have to drink soy milk just to even it out, you know? Uh, That could take months, though. What am I going to do about the podcast? Good question. I've solved that, haven't I? With with Ben last week and Fred this week. Yeah. And uh, and obviously, with the positive reaction to last week's from that email, well, that was one email, but I imagine other people felt it. They just didn't. Mum sent it. (laughs) Hey, Francis, keep up the good work. Mum, kiss. (laughs) Uh, no, it wasn't from my Should mom. we just sack Jamie off and just... Yeah. So, so where has he gone? I don't understand. I don't it's well, just he's kind of he's too big for well, this I'm, now. I'm musing on this. Perhaps he has finally run away to Scotland with his one true love, Spencer Matthews. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cue laughter. Guys, come on. Laughed. Tom, why are you laughing? That was a, uh, I am inside. The best thing about that was how Francis looked up, anticipating <laughs> us just slapping our thighs. My money's on that. <laughs> After what felt like an eternity of sunshine for London, and one of the UK's hottest days since 1976, the weather has really t- taken a turn for the worse today. I always feel like I'm t- talking about the weather taking a turn for a worse. Because you're British, that's with why. With cloud and drizzle, or as Ibrahim, one of my employees in Ghana, used to call it, drizz. I still, he actually he's still is uh, uh, yeah, Driz. Is Driz. Which is, is Driz. also my favourite fictional character, FYI. We've seen the film Intouchables, Into Shabla, French film. Oh, Driz. Yeah, Driz. Yeah, Driz. Anyway, yeah. watch that film. Oh, yes. A turn of, and the UK's hottest days since 1976. The weather has really taken a turn for the worse today with cloud and Driz. <laughs> with cloud and Driz. Uh... I must say, I do find it peculiar how so, so many of my friends, so many friends of mine, was, were quick to blame this recent heatwave on global warming. Perhaps this is a silly question, and indeed perhaps heretical, but is, if it was the same temperature in the heatwave in 1976, what are we suggesting was the cause of the heatwave back then? Don't know, is that a silly question? Mm-hmm. Valid one. Yeah. Uh, or indeed, what are we suggesting was the cause of the heatwave 176 years ago when the UK had one of the hottest days on record? I'm sure climate change is happening, as it always have, but it seems to me slightly ham-fisted to blame our recent heatwave on a progressive warming of the planet when there are apparently hotter days, when there were apparently hotter heatwaves 176 years ago. Just a thought. Uh, well, I think one thing. I mean, British people are just renowned globally for complaining about the weather. Yeah. We had these amazing days, and everyone was saying it was too hot. And then now it's raining, and everyone's just complaining, saying. We well, no, go back. and even the heat wave. Everyone was like, "God, it's too hot." We it was amazing. too hot, to be fair. Well, I, yeah, you're one of the. I'm pointing at you when yeah, I say British yeah. people. You, I'm, you know? I'm actually a very warm person, so yeah. I can't deal with heat. Oh, well, yeah. no, but I am a very 
Uh, He's put his hand in his heart, by the way, when he says this. What I wanted to say... <laughs> very was, profound statement yeah, must happen. Is that I... I am hot. <laughs> <laughs> I really love hot weather, and I can't, and I can't stand cold weather. I just... I, I, and that's why, I actually, I just... I, I feel very at home in the tropics. I don't, you know... Because I feel like maybe I am... So you're going to you give me one of those old guys who moves to Thailand? <laughs> what are you That's trying you to imply, Fred? I'm just saying, no, you... That's a sensible place to no, go. You always, exactly. No, why wouldn't I just good move, food's good. move to Mauritius? Thailand. <laughs> no, no, not Thailand. You always say Thailand for some reason. No, I don't. I've never said Thailand. I have no interest in going to Thailand. He does. Why, why wouldn't we go to Thailand? It's I lovely. love Thailand, but I... I <laughs> See? There we go. No, no. No, you're... Look, you, you always say how you want to go to Indonesia. Bali, yeah, exactly. I'd love to go to Bali. Bali's amazing. I'm, I'm really jealous. I mean, there was uh, actually my cousins there at the moment on a honeymoon. The photos just look incredible. I'd love to go there. But no, you're really insistent on Thailand. <laughs> 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 only when you're like when you're only like because 70 because of the Thai brides yeah of course well, yeah. I didn't stay I don't know but did you I, mean, I didn't, I, didn't well, I thought you were quite into that <laughs> into what Indonesia no, yeah. you, you quite like oriental girls uh, my ex-girlfriend uh, was actually half Filipino half Spanish yeah so did. listeners out there if you fit the bill Fred is single <laughs> And that's what he's into. So please do send in an email. And if in 40 years' time, France send in an email. Thailand. Send in an email with a picture of yourself, and I will set you up. And passport. On, set you up on a date with Misty is important. Uh, and and I will pay for your Thai passport. Uh, <laughs> and I'll see you in 40 years. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so, so I, you, I didn't know. So you actually, you hate cold weather. I love cold weather. Like for me, the cold. I like. You know when I like cold weather. Yeah. Um, is when. I am <laughs> skiing. Skiing. Yeah, shit answer. I knew you were going to say that. No, no, I wasn't. But you're gonna... ginger. Gingers hate, like, the heat. You burn quite No, no, I don't burn really very good. Really? Actually, if you look at my um, recent. Uh, did, you, did, I, did you see my recent Instagram post of me when I was. Oh, yeah, that's actually quite a cool photo. It was quite yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I did like that one. Did you actually like it? I, I did. I always liked the You photos. didn't like that picture. Yeah. Your chest is bigger back then than it is now, though. Look at it. What are you talking about? Look at it. Uh, actually, you have, have you been a regular listener to Private Parts Podcast, Fred? Uh, yeah, I've listened to the one you sent me where Jamie talks about his uh, wanking addiction and sex drive. <laughs> well, and, and lack so that's of sex. everyone. So, a wanking addiction and lack of sex drive to girls, towards girls, right? To, to yeah, Frankie. you sent me that. I was, a bit, I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's very, I mean, it really is private parts. Yeah. I guess it's <laughs> called Jamie that for really a reason. Is, yeah. 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 He really does take it literally. I mean, I tried to be... Uh, and then um, you were trying to counsel him, saying, look, you know, I'd love to help you boost your libido. Here's some, you know... Here's some, uh, what's it called? What's it called? That goat's... Goat's, goat's root. Goat's root. Horny, horny goat's horny, weed. Horny goat weed. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Holland and Barrett. Have you guys ever tried horny goat weed, actually? Uh, no. No. So, but what is it like? Does it work? I wouldn't know, mate. Really? Yeah. Shall we get some for Jamie and make him put him on a on the show uh, on a, we'll a horny yeah. goat put him on a course of go- horny goat weed and see if it actually improves. Yeah, if it comes well, back, we, we can, can then interview Frankie about whether it was so funny on his uh, on his Instagram story. Um, on... That was so funny. <laughs> Did you see that? No, Fred, go on, you you you. Firstly, I love Jamie. I think he's awesome. <laughs> um, he's a really great guy. And, uh, I, you know, it's actually, I'm standing in his shoes and then saying this story, but he posted it. <laughs> so, That's fine. So, you know, so he was doing his, like, you know, going around the villa and like, oh boy, like, you know, love this room. And then like goes into the bed and goes, and this is where the magic happens. And Frank goes, yeah, but it doesn't, does it? <laughs> you haven't touched me since we got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then just cuts the video. <laughs> 
That was actually really. You know, and then Jamie goes, "What? What are you?" <laughs> he goes, "Why are you saying that?" Exactly. Uh, so like any that. anyone who spotted that, uh, do do uh, get the horny goat weed. Get the horny Stat. goat weed, and and then obviously um, uh, this weekend, Fred. What did we we had? We had something special. We had a 10-year reunion, yeah. and I was actually in France two days before, and Francis convinced me. He was like, 10 years, it's going to be huge. I Everyone's said, it's going. Time. It's, it's time. He's like, because we never went back to school yeah. when we left, because I think we kind of left a little, little bit of bad terms, both well, of you us. Know, it was slightly you know, sour. You know, you kind of, when, you're, when you leave school, you're kind of done with it. Yeah. Right? You just don't want well, Wait, no, Tom, you're one of those people that always went back to school. No. Even you, now. Oh, uh, you were living at, you were reliving your glory days. <laughs> no. So I actually went back to my 10-year anniversary a couple of years ago and I think like 15 people turned up really that, like, that, no one could be asked that's more than us that's, that's <laughs> 11 more than us um, so yeah so Francis persuaded me because I was meant to be in uh, recording and it's Francis and Zane who were my best friends at school and still are it's nice don't forget um, Jude Mm, who's that? <laughs> the guy you did your school, your school leavers page. I can't with. remember. I'm memory blank. So basically, what? <laughs> what? We, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I don't do diaries because <laughs> it's proved how lame you were. So uh, basically, we had a yearbook right at the yeah. end of the at the end of our, our, our school. And we all had to do a page, which was kind of like our page. Yeah. And Fred was very. <laughs> Fred's really. I'm rutting. <laughs> Stupid, stupid idea. <laughs> Fred, uh, Fred was really good friends with a guy called Jude. Right. And uh, he did a... Basically, they decided that it would be a great idea and wouldn't look like, um, I suppose, gay at all to, do, to share a yearbook page together to go, do a co- <laughs> A co-page. A co-page, exactly. I mean, for me, I was like, okay, Part double the a, impact, yeah. half the work. But Jude, right, was yeah. like, Jude was like, people are going to know that we're together, you know. <laughs> In hindsight, it was really scary. Um, but what what actually did you guys talk about on your page? We just talked about... Actually, I'm not even joking. We both... Because uh, he wants to be a musician as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if he's... I have, we haven't actually but he spoke did, to him. he worked with like Beyonce and... <laughs> he said he did. I'm not sure if he did. Um, but anyway, we did uh, a little page just kind of saying, hey, you know, music, world, get ready. Yeah, it was lame. I'm not going to try and package <laughs> yeah. it any other way. Does it still exist somewhere? Can we... Uh... Well, let's not find it. The thing is, it's in the past. You know, we forget about things in the past. We look to the yeah, future. Must be somewhere. I, meant, maybe, <laughs> I think I, I burned most copies. Right. I don't even know where mine is. But anyway, so uh, so we went back to school. Uh, Francis uh, and Fans was quite cool. No, what, was mine cool? Yeah. I don't know. What, what, was it? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me, tell me how it was cool. How was it cool? I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we went back to uh, back back to school. Uh, for that 10 year anniversary and we were the only three people there there was one other person from our year who was playing playing cricket in like those old boys versus first team which I didn't get the call up for um, which were I was, you taking out of the whatsapp group I was probably <laughs> deleted from the whatsapp group and uh, so so it was it was very weird you know when you're when you're when you leave school and you're looking back and you're thinking oh I would really love to see that teacher or this teacher but I'll wait until you know 10 years and then I'll go back and then it will all be great but I go back and, and I think only one, like one or two teachers were there from when I was there like everyone you forget that everyone just moves on yeah. with their lives and people retire and like all of my favourite teachers have, reti- have retired Mr Wormsley yeah Mr Wormsley <coughs> Mr Fothergill well the powerhouses of the school had all left yeah. I think when uh, we left so to read into that if you want to but yeah did you just call yourself a powerhouse no it's like the powerhouses of the school right like the teachers the best <clears throat> like the art department we had the best performing art department in the country not performing arts 
There's best performing. We had best, <laughs> best dance school in the country. <laughs> it was just like fame. Think of, think of my double page again. You know. <laughs> oh, Fred loved the performing arts. <laughs> you were quite into your interpretive dance back then. Oh, big you? time. Yeah. Big time. Um, so how many of you were there at the reunion? Oh, uh, five. <laughs> From our year, there were other people, but as in like the people actually wanted to see. No, there were see. other old boys. There were some old, really old boys, right? Okay. So Oldest like, boys. Yeah, there were some boys who were like, boys, <laughs> were like eighty me. or ninety, and, um, uh, and and but it was nice, and it was and it was weird going back, you know, to our old boarding house, which is now they had to like gut the whole thing, and uh, because they actually apparently it's against health and safety to have boarding rooms above a chemistry lab well, yeah, <laughs> it was just, yeah it was all of our boarding Who thought? yeah I know Who would have thought I, all of these things and, and you, you think about these things and, and I thought health and safety was kind of bad when we were at school but actually now it's like crazy you, like all, all the boarding houses is like fingerprint scanners you can't get in anywhere Francis was really insisting like can we go to the junior house like he's, you, like he's like I love talking? to check those showers out I really remember <laughs> how they looked if I could just go in <laughs> no it's fine I'll just check in That's not true. <laughs> it's true. It sounds quite true. It's it not. It's not true. And uh, yeah, that's not true. But I'm not even going to go into Fred. What Fred was doing now. Uh, I just wanted to go to the music department. And actually, the whole school. I mean, it's just a bit of a sort of a, a diss to the school. Every single department has been refurbished, apart from the music department, which sucks. The sports center's huge. What does now. that tell you? I suppose that no one really cares about it, I guess. <laughs> Sad. Apart from you. Yeah, exactly. But maybe when you... Um, if I just should go there with my double page again and be like, look. <laughs> maybe when you, your um, hit single comes out, you can make an Do anonymous dem- donation to the music department and they can rename it the Fred Ferrier Music Department. It doesn't have a nice ring to it, to be honest. The Ferrier Building. Still no, it's not working. You could have a house just for people with... Uh, Musical ability. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Maybe Called Ferrier House. Yeah, exactly. I but don't I, think that's going to happen. But actually, the school was the school was, was small back when we were there. It was 450 boys. Now okay. it's 300. Now it's 300 boys. Uh, it's, Why has it got smaller? <clears throat> because they changed headmasters. And, there, and was then, one, there was one year where there was a headmaster, a new headmaster who started and then I think had some sort of, well, I don't know, some sort of, uh, well, I don't know. This actually, is I got a story because I've you know sort of th- th- uh, through France and with the other story. He did actually have a hilarious prank. <clears throat> so when we were at school, when we used to leave school, it was kind of custom for the for, I don't know for us all to do some sort of prank. Yeah. And um, the thing is, is they initially started out like twenty years ago as really creative. Like there was, I think the the mechanics department. What they did is there was one of the teachers had this. Um, you know, those old Citroen like the de chevaux like kind of like a mini yeah they dismantled it it was outside and then they reassembled it inside the library and that's just like really creative and clever then eventually just got to like drawing big dicks on on like on the first on the first green and stuff so then classic so (laughs) that was francis's pick (laughs) he used to do that not just on term you know the whole time still does um so anyway when it came to our school there was this one kid that sort of ruined it for everyone and he was a guy from hong kong He's, we just used uh, yeah. to call him crazy hair and he just didn't he just like understood he's like oh so we all do something like you know like crazy I'm like yeah yeah so what he did is he we had these brand new boarding houses and he thought it'd be really funny and he, this the dark thing is he did it by himself as yeah, well exactly. which is like really serial killer he went to um he got like every single bathroom on one of the wings he's like 
stuffed the plugs with tissue paper and then put all the taps on <clears throat> and just and showers and flooded the entire like oh the God. new boarding house and caused ninety. But not just that. No, no, and cut, and, then, and, cut, and cut, <laughs> went into the IT room and cut all the cables to the computer. Like, Frank, yeah. completely misjudged. <laughs> that Hong Kong Everyone's humor. Just like what? Yeah, exactly. got the mood very wrong. And then his parents got like a ninety thousand pound bill. <laughs> yeah, it caused ninety grand's worth oh of damage. He did it like a week before the actual prank <laughs> day as well. So he just basically vandalized the school. <laughs> got expelled for it. So anyway, so when it came to prank time, we were it, we, the school was on lockdown. And I was at the time a house captain and I was on really terrible terms with my uh, housemaster and I was on my final warning from school. And we were basically told... He wasn't, his housemaster wasn't giving him enough attention, basically. <laughs> detention or attention? Att- attention. <laughs> <laughs> giving you too much detention, not enough attention. Yeah. It was a weird school. So, uh, thanks, Fred, for coming in and... Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And, and taking the place of... Jamie, who I I think I don't know Tom what you think, but it's his his uh, commitment to this podcast is being thrown it's into question. Off the fucking cliff, I'll be honest. <laughs> it really has, and and I'm hoping that he reappears somehow. He's out. And uh, where is he? What's your theory on where he's gone? Horny goat weed, just uh, picking it up. He's going to pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> under about. cover of darkness. Yeah. Uh, Frankie's finally just that's it. Killed him. But it's, it. it is a bit worrying. Guys, if you have seen Jamie anywhere in the UK, please do email privatepartspodcast at gmail.com. We would desperately like to know where he is. Um, and I think that's all for this week. So uh, please tune in again next Friday when hopefully Jamie will be, will be back. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Oh, sure. Oh, sorry, Fred. You were great. You thanks. were actually great. Oh, thanks. Uh, if he's not back, you're definitely going to make a... Well, return. Akin, I think, was keen. To, you said Akin, you wanted him on the show. Who? Akin. Who's that? Akin. I don't know who Akin is. Akin. Why? You're cricket, mate. Akin. No, he's the. No, not him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Akin. Akin from uh, the show from Made in Chelsea. So. We're not allowed to talk about that. Okay. Akin. Right, we'll leave it at that then. We'll leave it at that. So, uh, thanks for tuning in, and please do check out. <laughs> Just check out. Are you going to do this? Please do I'm check out Tom's beard okay. on my Instagram. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.